Halo. I'm Jacob Kruger, and this is the Write Your Screenplay Podcast. We're going to take a little break from our normally scheduled programming on this podcast to talk about an issue that's been coming up a lot in my classes, and not just in my beginning classes, also in my classes with professional writers and emerging professionals. And that concept is formatting. Now, oftentimes we think of formatting as like the grammar of screenwriting. We think of it as this kind of like very simple, basic, elemental thing that you go and look up in the Hollywood Standard or the Screenwriter's Bible in order to do it properly. But the truth of the matter is that formatting is like grammar. If you actually spoke proper formatting, you would have no friend. To whom should I address this letter, right, is just not going to work for you. And at the same time, everybody understands bad formatting. And when we see bad formatting, like bad grammar, we make judgments that can really end up leaving your script at the bottom of the pile. So I want to talk about formatting. Um, but I want to talk about formatting in a creative way because I feel like a lot of writers at all different levels are really stuck on this idea of formatting. And instead of looking at it as a creative tool of their craft, they're looking at it as something that gets in the way of their creativity. I want you to understand that formatting only exists for one purpose. The whole purpose of formatting is to isolate visual moments of action. I'm going to say that again. The whole purpose of formatting is to isolate visual moments of action. So let's talk about what each of those four words mean. Isolate visual moments of action. First, isolate. Isolate means that we're choosing the little turning points where your character makes big choices. So when I say isolate, it means we're never going to just show Jake is running. We're never going to just write Jake is running because that's a state, a continuing state that's not isolated. Instead, we're going to write something like Jake hops over a large boulder skins his knees across the pavement, slips on his own blood, and catches his balance against the flagpole. Do you see the difference between the state of Jake is running and the sequence of isolated moments that told the story? And do you see how much more interesting it was to watch that sequence of isolated moments than it was just to see Jake running? Jake running requires the audience or the reader to be creative. And guess what? They're not. Your ideal reader is a producer, and an ideal producer is a salesperson, not a creative writer. And although they are salespeople with creative proclivities, you can't depend on them to be creative. You should depend on them to be able to cut a deal, to talk people into doing things that they don't want to do, to get more money than you'd ever expect, or to get more movie out of a little bit of money. But you shouldn't expect them to be able to read is running and visualize something cool. That's your job. You need to understand that coverage readers are even worse. Your coverage reader may be an aspiring writer, but the chances are that they're a struggling writer. Otherwise, let's face it, they would not be reading coverage for $50 a script. So isolate means you're going to pick the specific moments so that your audience, your reader, does not have to be creative. Now, by the way, if you're working in an independent film, this is also going to save you thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. Because this means when it comes to storyboarding your film or knowing exactly what shots you need or exactly what shots you need to cut when you're running over, that you can do all that stuff in advance when it's cheap. 
as opposed to doing it during production when it's expensive. Isolate the visual moment of action. Isolate means that your producer and your director and your cinematographer and your gaffer are going to know exactly what shots they need. It also means that when you're running late or when you're over budget or over schedule or you lose a location and you have to start cutting things out of the script, you can see exactly how those cuts or those admitted scenes that you don't have time to shoot are going to affect the flow of your movie because you'll be able to see the isolated moments around them. You'll be able to actually realize this is what I need and this is what I can afford to cut in production. It's also going to save you thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars in post in the editing room. If you do this, if you isolate, you're going to be doing four different things. Number one, you're going to be writing better than the professionals. You're going to be writing better than the professionals because they don't have time to write like this. And that means your work is going to stand out. Number two, you're going to have a lot more fun writing because writing is going to be more creative for you because you're going to be personally seeing, feeling, hearing, smelling, experiencing each isolated little moment. Number three, you're more likely to sell your script because the people reading it are going to be able to visualize each thing as if they were watching the movie in their head without being creative on their own. And number four, it's going to save you money when it comes to production and make it more likely that you're going to like the movie that you end up with. The second word we talked about was visual. We're isolating the visual moments of action. Formatting is not just about isolating moments. It's about isolating visual moments. So that means moments that are exciting to watch, moments that capture our imagination. Now that doesn't mean that every description has to blow us away. Let's say you had a scene where a guy bumps into somebody else in the street. Even just having the guy he bumps into dressed all in white suddenly makes it more interesting. Having a guy dressed all in white with a bleeding cross on his forehead, and we're in a completely different movie. Somebody dressed all in white with half gray hair, half black hair. All of these things are more striking visually. So a man dressed all in white slams into him. This is exciting, but we can push it even further visually. A man dressed all in white seizes him by the back of his collar, tears down his shirt, sending smoke up as his flesh singes. That's more exciting visually. Now suddenly we're in a horror movie. And that doesn't mean it's right for your movie. It doesn't mean that every visual image needs to be in a magical world. We can do this in a naturalistic world. A man dressed all in white grabs him, yanks him off his feet, knocking him into a baby poplar tree. Do you see how I isolated it visually? It's going to take you longer to write this way because to do it, you actually have to see it. You have to isolate the moment in your mind. You have to see the visual moment. You're actually storyboarding the script in your mind when you write like this. The next word we talked about was moments. We are not trying to isolate every single thing we see because if we try to isolate every single thing that we see, we are going to go crazy. For example, Petra sits with a bottle. She wears a dress that's covered with lobsters. She is tall and beautiful. She has a thing of kale chips next to her. Across the brown conference table is Bill. He wears glasses. He has an intelligent look to him and is filled with enthusiasm. Slightly to his left, blah, 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 blah. Do you see how boring this is? 
Because even though I'm isolating, and even though it's visual, it's not a moment. I'm not isolating the visual moments of action. And that's my job. My job is to isolate the visual moments of action. These are the big moments. These are the trailer moments. If you were writing the trailer of your scene, you want to be able to pick out moments that you've written in your action. And if you pick any five moments at random, you should be able to assemble those into some kind of trailer of the scene. In other words, you want moments where characters are making cool choices, making cool decisions, doing cool things in a visual way. And you want to isolate them so we can go this plus this plus this plus this equals that. And finally, action. Your director is always going to cut on action, so you should always cut on action. A visual moment is not Petra wears a black watch. A visual moment is Petra traces the circle of her watch with her forefinger. And maybe we look even closer visually and we notice that she has a little bit of sparkly rainbow nail polish and that it's cracked on her nail. I'm isolating a visual moment of action of Petra doing something. So maybe I take that nail. Petra clicks her sparkly nail polish nail against her black watch. That's even better because it's action that covers both the sparkly nail polish and the watch. I've hidden my description in action. So isolated visual moment of actions means that the formatting exists not to capture description. It exists to hide your descriptions inside of action. If you want to show that Bill has a handsome face, you might catch Bill posing for himself in a mirror, showing off his distinguished profile. You might note Bill smoothed his eyebrows. If you want to know that Bill has long, flowing, golden hair, he might run his fingers through his long locks. If you want to show that he has short, cropped hair, you might note him pulling a little hair to cover that bald spot. You choose the moment of action. Action is always going to do more for you than description. Now, does this mean that there's no such thing as description in a script? Of course not. All scripts have description in them. All scripts fail to isolate. All scripts fail to be visual. All scripts fail to have moments. All scripts fail to have action. And your script will too. Because none of us are perfect, and this is a platonic ideal we're striving towards, and sometimes we don't have it perfect yet. But the more you focus on this, on isolating the visual moments of action, the easier it's going to be to tell your story. Not just because each moment will be awesome, but also because visualizing each of these moments awesomely makes it easier to figure out what you do need to do for the next moment. This is where you find the gifts that help you build your structure because when you build this way, you're actually building your structure unwittingly. And that's something I get into much further in my formatting classes, but the concept is if you isolate the visual moments of action, these moments actually do become structural, even if you don't know how to build structure yet. Whereas if you fail to isolate the visual moments of action, then your images don't work for you because they're not structural. And it becomes harder to figure out what has to happen later in your structure because you don't have those building blocks to build upon. So this is the concept. All of formatting exists for one reason, and that reason is to isolate the visual moments of action. When you're not used to writing in this way, this is going to feel extraordinarily slow to you. It's going to feel hard. And you may need to even blow out an early draft where you don't do this. 
But don't blow out a whole draft of a movie where you don't do this because you're going to run out of steam. Instead, blow out a scene and then read it over a couple of times and go ahead, throw it away and rewrite it from a blank page. And this time, really see each moment. Force the character to make a choice at each moment, an active choice that's visual. And isolate that sequence of moments in order to tell your story through that scene. You'll probably find that not only do you have a lot more fun writing, but that you end up with a better scene and that your characters start to go on their journeys even faster. And this means that formatting does not become this external thing or this external formula into which you pour your writing. Instead, that formatting starts to become a creative tool that you use to think, see, feel, hear, and build your movie and your structure organically. And of course, this is only the beginning. If you'd like to learn more about how you can turn formatting into a creative tool, how you can build on this concept of isolating the visual moments of action, then I'd like to invite you to check out my new video on demand formatting class. This class looks at formatting from a whole new angle, looking at how you can use it as a creative tool and a backdoor into structure and into selling your movie. It includes not only three three-hour classes, but also a one-on-one -on -one consultation where you can meet with one of our formatting gurus, either in person or online, and discuss your formatting and your pages and how you are developing the visual language of your movie. You can check out that video on demand seminar on my website, www.writeyourscreenplay.com slash formatting. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I look forward to working with you.